Hello, hello. What's up? It's Jason Stewart. It's Chris Black. We're recording live in Glendale from my from my little office, my casita. The windows are open. The birds are chirping. The uh, sun's coming out. This is a raw, uncut uh-huh. Monday episode. There's no editing. There's no rules. I'm going to start with some poetry today, if you don't mind. Okay. You know, like- readings are kind of all the rage right now in New York. A lot of people are doing readings. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's boring like everything else. But crack me a hard cider. All these fools I'm beefing that I barely know. 45-44, let it go. Yay ain't changing shit for me. It's set in stone. That's by a a, um, a writer named uh, Aubrey Graham. Poet laureate? Poet laureate Aubrey Graham. And it's it's from a another an album of another known poet, Trippy Red. I don't know if you're familiar with kind of his work, you know. Trippy Red, he's like around like late 60s, early 70s cat. 1860, yeah. 1800. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. When poetry mattered. Um, All these fools I'm beefing <laughs> that I barely know. What does that mean, fools that I'm beefing? Not beefing with, but beefing. Does that is that like a sex thing? No, no, no. I mean, I think... I saw this dude last night. I beefed him. I, th- <laughs> I think it's more probably like... Um, Who beefed? He had, to, he had to fit it all in. I, I imagine it's a bar situation. Economy of words. Economy of words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the next, what is it called? Uh, the the next in in like poetry words. Sonnet. The son. The next. The next. I don't know. Actually, the next sonnet segment. Uh huh. Forty five. Forty four. Let it go. So that doesn't rhyme. Those are two numbers. What is he's? I think he's so forty four. That's a that's a caliber. No, of a no, bullet. no. He's he's referencing Kanye's advanced age, saying you a bitch dog, <laughs> you old, which is something that I mean. I'm going to repurpose these bars at you, of course. Okay, so this is so Drake has been betrayed by Yeezy. I don't think betrayed is the word. The I song think, is called betrayal. I understand that, but I think I, I think that's that Tribu Red chose that, not Drake. It is Trippy Red featuring Drake and not the other way around. Okay, so 4544, let it go. Yeah. So, okay, so you are, this is nine, smart money, 99% chance he's talking about the age of Kanye West. Yes. He's saying, hey, bro, like, you got to stop wearing those pointed jackets. You're too old for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kanye's jacket looked like the shit at the, at the airport when you return the rental car. And you yeah. can't drive back over it. You know what I'm saying? The spikes. Yeah, that's what, that's what he looked like. He looked like sixth. <laughs> Do not reverse is He's the name of Enterprise Don looking boy. Okay. Yay ain't changed shit for me. It's set in stone. Okay. Now, now another um, another kind of meandering, weak verse from Drake. Well, um, I mean. I'm sure Trippy had better better bars. Well, apparently. terrible. Well, what I've been told is that, that when Drake said his famous Virgil got the Patek on my wrist doing front flips. Kanye was upset about not getting a Patek himself from his old friend. Oh, damn. It's, that's and especially rough. to have it be doing front. In foot. fact, he said in the group chat, <laughs> wear my green watch. <laughs> I want you to make my diamonds do backflips. <laughs> wear my green watch. Wear my green watch is super cool. <laughs> hey, wear my green watch. Acting like it's not like a $200,000 like specially made. Minimum. Minimum. But these guys... Look, they got records to promote, you know, and unfortunately, the reality is that as a member of the OVO clique, I obviously am going to side with Drake, but also there's no way in hell that Drake's album isn't going to be better than Kanye's trash album that we've already heard parts of. 
There's no way. If it is better, it'll only be marginal. It'll be a lesser of two evils because we've already heard the leaked versions of both albums and they're both snoozers. No, no. We we can't. You've you've confirmed that. You've said those words. We cannot confirm that that Drake leak is actually certified Loverboy in store soon, but we can confirm Kanye's shit because he literally played it himself and stood there like he was Jesus Christ. I think internet sleuths and Reddit, Reddit, you know, whatever. I love sleuthing. (laughs) All the people on Reddit that debunk things and they're in hothiphopnews.net and they're all on... You think they can, they, you they think can, we can confirm get, that. They can, know. You think we can get old portly academics on this podcast? I don't think so. He would probably charge us 10K. What about Vlad? I don't want Vlad. Vlad? He knows why. Okay. Well, if you have beef with Vlad, I mean, I, I, I know... <laughs> I, I, I recently beefed Vlad. <laughs> I beefed him good for... <laughs> 45 minutes i don't know if i i think though this is this what we're seeing today from these two grown men is a symptom of the versusization of rap music there that is true but you if you'll remember this is not kanye's first time creating an album for album beef he did of it with course. jay-z right yeah and yeah. he and he he whooped jay-z in album sales i believe right i mean none of these guys are gonna sell any albums anymore because nobody they're gonna like yeah, the, the, you know what's less swaggy is like, yeah, yeah. Look at my streaming numbers versus your stream. It doesn't roll off the tongue. No, no, no. no. It's, it's not the same swagoo. No, because the yeah, the numbers, the the arms race, the numbers race, the streaming numbers race. It's inconsequential to what really matters the the opinion of the hood zeitgeist, mm-hmm. and that's know? what we're here to do. The club, you know, like the DJs will be playing what is good, and, and well, they let me won't say this: that maybe maybe Kanye would outsell Drake. I doubt that, but Drake will have a song that actually gets played somewhere besides a stadium that you've rented out. You know what I mean? That's true. That's what I mean. That's Drake, what I mean. Drake will always, you know, all of his albums are bad, but he'll always have one song on there that you'll that will ring off in the club. For the, I've heard for you the play big, many the, Drake songs. For the big girls. For, it'll be a good three months for all the big girls. They can get a little Drake song. <laughs> Rebel little, Wilson little, in the club, busting it down. A <laughs> little, little 10.45 p.m. track, 119 BPM. Just a little, <laughs> do my little big girl dance to it. Don't cut out the verse yet. <laughs> I mean. Don't cut the Nicki verse. I don't know. I have. I don't have that high of hopes uh, for, for any of this, but it's been some fun news to watch this Saturday, imagining that eight very famous rappers are in a group chat together mm-hmm. is hard for me to believe, but also I think that's it's how dangerous. it works. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I, I don't like it either, but I also think that famous people truly only want to talk to other famous people because they think no one else can understand them. Yeah. You know, and they're mm-hmm. like, I, I would rather talk to someone I hate who's rich and famous and feels like they're on my level than one of my nannies. Imagine or, the pressure. Because if we were on a group chat with eight other podcasts of a similar caliber and level to us, like I would I it would be I would be glued to my phone and I would be trying really hard to say the coolest, best, funniest thing. You know, I would try to just really mm-hmm. hit home runs the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. And you it, would try to you would try to get that dog whistle blown for Dasha to notice you. That's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, your jokes are pretty funny. Maybe uh-huh. she would notice you, but I mean, it, it but dep- I would be more. I would, it would be. It would be more excited to please those people than if I, you know, than a member of the Clips or something. You know, I yeah. Trippy Red. You know, he's yeah. Probably- me too. I don't think Trippy Red was invited to the chat. I think the chat is Kanye West, Drake, Virgil, Boo, 
the guy sitting next to him on the plane, Akon's brother, who's Kanye's manager. Shout out to Boo. Where's yeah, Boo? Makes Boo's sense. got some great real estate holdings in Atlanta. We talked about that. Mm. And then um and then uh you know what Boo did though that I like? I like when they I like when anybody gets on the plane only do? has the Louis Duffel sleeps the whole time. Mm. Because it makes me think you were out all night. Louis Duffel, does that mean luggage is checked or didn't even just it was just a day just an overnight? I, I think I think I'm rich. I don't check bags because I go back and forth or I have a home where I keep stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't need I don't need the TJ style away suitcase with my uh joggers in it. So the so the only thing that's in there clean white tee, clean ones, mm-hmm. Nike joggers. Mm-hmm. And maybe 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 a nice maybe a nice Nike Pro joggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe a maybe a face wash, maybe a scrub. You know what I mean? Maybe some maybe the, an- the, the Keels facial fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He well, luckily there is a Keels store at the Delta Terminal at JFK, so maybe Boo picked up. But if Boo is really rocking with that much um, dinero, why is he flying commercial with your goofy ass? I mean, bro, if you're flying <laughs> flying <laughs> private alone, if you're a manager and you ain't with the artist, you ain't flying. You ain't. If you're with got Kanye, it, it, yeah, yeah, maybe you're taking the maybe you're taking. But what if you're like, I mean, like any like Beyonce, Jay Z's manager, like what love, you know, like does Mick Jagger's manager? Fly? Maybe it depends. I'm sure some of them do. I mean, it depends on how much money you want. But no, yeah, it, it, it doesn't. Blow. It doesn't cost. It doesn't make sense to to gas up the Lear when it's just one. Person. Well, it doesn't look good optically to your client. Right. They don't the client doesn't want you popping more than they're popping. They don't want you pulling up on the plane a little nicer than the Fiji a little colder than them, <laughs> the red carpet a little longer when they board. Oh, wow, these are Aubrey bars. I I mean Fiji a little bit colder than them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that though. You don't want the Fiji a little and bit colder. And also think about the optics of the carbon footprint. Well that I don't think anyone in the hip hop community <laughs> actually cares about. So that I think we're good. Someone I, does. Mm. I mean, which rapper is most likely to care about their carbon emissions footprint? Currency. Oh no, he drives old school, so he doesn't. Currency <laughs> he doesn't care. Who Currency else? hasn't seen a private plane except for on TikTok. <laughs> jet life, baby. No, His no, no. whole shit is jet life. I'm gonna say is Jaden Smith. I don't know. If, yeah, but I also think Jaden Smith thinks he's actually like in space and doesn't realize that he has to like take a plane. I think he thinks he's like floating. Mm-hmm. He thinks he is the plane. I think that's the problem. Yeah, there's no jet propulsion. There's no, no there's no fossil fuel emissions going no. on because I just imagine myself to be mm. in Gothenburg. I imagine myself puts to be on, in Anchorage. He puts on and the, I'm there. He puts on the New Balance. He clicks his heels. He takes a sip of his Just Water, and he's just he just he ends up where he ends up. Do you think is Just doing all right? You think Just is doing okay? I bet Just is doing very well. Damn, that makes me sad. Well, the water game is a dirty one. That's why I stick with Fiji. Dirty water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I stick with Fiji. We want to make sure that those guys go down to the rainforests in Fiji. We well, what, extract the water and <laughs> ship the, ship the tons of it. What, what I've been told. To what I've been told about Fiji makes me want to support them is that okay. their bottle is hard to recycle because of its shape. And that's something that I want to <laughs> kind of like throw my weight behind as kind of like a creator and, and like a person so with a voice. So because it is more a square, it's a square bottle with rounded edges and that makes it harder to recycle. I've heard that before. I could be wrong, but it made me like the brand more. 
Right, right, right. They're not making changes. They're not making an ugly because Mountain Valley's making that ugly little metal cylinder one now. If you if you check, oh, you know, man. it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, ugly. Yeah. It's I don't like those. Those are ugly. But I know the box water was square because it it made like the shipping of it more mm. economical. Like you were, it took up more space to do a bunch of round bottles. Oh, I see. The square bottle, yeah, you could fit more on a yeah, pallet, that, and that is better for the environment or whatever. Point. I think the I think the the cardboard material. Is what mm-hmm. really changed the game with with box water. Damn Fiji! I haven't had a Fiji in a while. Oh, well, I'll never buy lets you, you down, does it? It's like I, the Houston's of water. Bro, I was listening to Jeezy at the gym this morning. Jeezy Essentials, mm-hmm. and he said, I, I, "I'm addicted to spinach dip. I'm in love with Houston's on that song." <laughs> and I was like, "I gotta send this to Jason. That sounds like something Jason would say." And also, Houston's unfortunately switching to you know changing the name to Hillstone, even though that is the parent company. We're not getting into it. Doesn't, it doesn't ring off the same. If Jeezy said Houston's in a song, and, and I'm sure he's not the first nor the last, mm-hmm. you got to keep the name. You got to keep the name. You yeah. got to keep the name. Because Jeezy mixed the spinach with the artichoke. <laughs> <laughs> you think he did it himself? You think they let Jeezy go back in the kitchen and kind of sit with the sous chef and do his Jeezy liked thing? to drink. Jeezy liked to smoke. Jeezy also said something that I think Jeezy could- liked to mix Arm and Hammer with his Coke as well <laughs> as, the spinach. as his spinach and his artichoke. Two great superfood probiotic greens. He also said in a song that, and I could, I'm paraphrasing, but something you can relate to. He said his, I think he said his bitch liked to use chopsticks. Just going to put that, just going to put that <laughs> out there. That's something I think his, his type of woman is You're talking about yellow bone is one yeah yellow bone that prefers to use her chopsticks when she's eating her if i can make a confession i also like to use the chopsticks when i'm whenever i'm eating salads at home i've seen you do that and it's obnoxious food guy it's the same way you is drink it? out of those little tubs like the chefs <laughs> i gotta hate You're it talking about my deli the deli cup trend of you little fucking hobbyists ordering those on Amazon and putting your little water in it like you're... It just makes sense, Chris. I want you to die on the line. <laughs> when, I, when, I see you, when, I see, when I see you with the deli cup, I wish death upon you like a halibut that's just, just roasting under the light. You can't kill me, bro. I'm like garlic bread. <laughs> Try and kill me on the line. I get better. You, you're, you're like your muscles on table 37. And they call it that because you got 37 seconds before this shit goes bad. Yeah, I try to avoid mussels at almost all costs because you always get one that tastes like literal shit. Are you saying it's like the shishito pepper plate where you get one that's just like, this is bitter? Yeah, because with the oysters, they're pretty much all pretty pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get a fucked up clam. (laughs) You're telling me, brother. Yeah, but like the the clams and the mussels, like the dirty kind of... Bottom barnacle feeders. bottom feeder ones. Mm. Even if even if they don't make you sick with food poisoning, you'll get one that it's seems to be filled with some type of I've sea think, sludge. I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. How that I only want to eat oysters, something I love at at like a raw bar oyster restaurant. Like if I don't want to order order oysters at like a regular restaurant where that's like kind of the only raw item they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want the oyster to be an afterthought or a supporting actor. You want it to be the main star because it needs to be turning and burning, as they that, say. Exactly. And, and oyster come in, oyster come out. If I order twelve oysters, I need them to be. I need to be able to select from multiple small family-owned farms. Sure. Um, and I would like to pay three fifty and up per. Shell per shell per shell. Okay, so I would also wanna... like there to be a homemade hot sauce with my mignonette available. Available for house fermented. I would prefer it fermented. But Lacto. If don't bring me some broke boy Tabasco, I will throw it. 
No, I'll, I'll hurl you. that shit at you like Scott Rudin with a BlackBerry. Don't for, <laughs> and don't forget it. Whip it like a nine volt. Mm-hmm. Great Charlie XX song, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, I, I was wondering. I, I, I wonder if Jeezy has any cooking aspirations because he's obviously great in the kitchen with the Pyrex, as we all know. But do you Jeezy's think he's eating good, man? Oh, he, uh, we can tell. Yeah, I mean, do we, do you think he's maybe eyeing a Paris Hilton style cooking show? I think he's probably eyeing more of the route of um, Three Six Mafia member uh, and my personal muse and admirer in his line of barbecue sauces. Oh, he has a sauce. He has a few different sauces. Interesting. Juicy J. Nothing. <laughs> Who did neighbors? <laughs> Juicy J has the word juicy in his name, like a nice. Like a nice um, Bro, Tennessee rib. Juicy J is so rich. I think Juicy J like is like that. fucked up rich. What? I don't like that. I, I do. I think he's. I think he much like a friend of the show Yo Gotti, just can do no wrong. Like like I'll listen Yo Gotti on anything. I'm happy. I like mm-hmm. his voice. I like his swag. I he's like here it. to make money. I think Yo Gotti is still in the streets. That's why I like him. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he's a pussy who put his money into real estate. I don't think he's a pussy that put his money into real estate, but I think that him and Juicy J created formulaic hip hop yeah. songs yeah. with a as as a product more so than an art. But they are also just like Houston's. The product is so good that you can't deny it. You can't deny it, and I bet I bet the price for a Juicy J or a a Yo Gotti feature is not cheap. It's not cheap, especially if you're Machine Gun Kelly. Sometimes rappers will say price going up, but for for Juicy J, price has been going down for a while. Now. I would say the price is maybe lower than it was, let's say five to ten years ago. Yeah, but he had Still bands good. make her dance, and Yo Gotti had Snapchat me that pussy. Mm-hmm. Two absolutely legendary modern songs. Yo Gotti stays in his pocket. He makes music mm-hmm. for strippers mm-hmm. only, mm-hmm. and then if that permeates into the mainstream. That's nothing but icing on the cake. That's mailbox money for Yo Gotti. But he'll he'll do twenty k every weekend in Memphis and Tampa. I bet he can do. I bet he can shit. do more if he's got one on the right booming. Yeah, the radio. If he's got one booming. What do you think the price difference is if you got one? But for example, we we have one booming right now. What's it looking like for me to do a walkthrough? I was getting three, three and a half, seven five. Okay, seven five is not bad, and that's cash. Seven five cash. I you don't touch it until I get the duffel. The duffel basically it's it's like it's like Supreme shooting dip set. Like I'm gonna show up, I need fifty thousand in cash, I take it, I count it, and then Terry Richardson pulls dick out and take my picture. <laughs> That's a not, not a bad deal. And and Jim Jones is like, I don't have to suck it or anything. It's just because I thought that was part of the deal. Don't come for vamp life like that. But I, I wonder if Jim Jones I, has sucked his dick for a little bit of rock. You think? Sure. Not Jewel's. <laughs> I wonder if I, I wonder though if if the 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 world of cash on delivery can exist outside of like nightclubs and drug dealing. Like, is it ever? Because it's I mean, still, it doesn't even and it barely exists in the world of nightclubbing nowadays. Really, it's still like I mean, I just the, the thought of like saying cash to someone and them thinking that means Venmo me. Yeah, is is that hurts my heart? I mean, I I, I experienced the whole. The Switch. death, the death of cash from just like you, you throw a party and then a bunch of people come in and they give you $20 bills. And then four hours later, you have a big old stack of them and you give some twenties to that person, some twenties mm-hmm. to that person. And you keep the, put the stack in your envelope and, and go home. That's it. 
Kick you, push on the way down the boulevard. I remembered when you used to have cash on you more. It was, it was a different time. I, I remember that. I remember you having a little, a couple crisp hundreds in mm. your billfold. But now, you know, now the the tax man has gotten involved too much everywhere. And no club, you know, clubs are, are cutting you checks. And it's crazy to me. First of all, if you're listening and you're a promoter on our upcoming tour, <laughs> <laughs> don't bring me a check. I mean, that's the problem because nobody wants to pay for anything. Like at some point, someone's going to have to pay for it. Like if if you give out money and you receive money, you have to kind of sure. Make note of it, or and and the same thing happens all the time with like credit card processing fees of just like yeah, you know they they charge three percent processing fee for this, and you're like, well, I'm not going to pay that. You're buying this from me. I'm like, I'm bumping it. I'm up. buying it from you. Why am I going to pay that? And it just goes back yeah. and forth of like someone's got to pay it at some point, and you just keep passing the buck forever. It's fucked up. That's it- why I'm switching to crypto. <laughs> Luckily, I do I do give you a ten percent discount if you if you shop if you pay with crypto. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, a cash is not dead yet. But you know, give it maybe eight. It ain't more dead years. in my wallet, baby. The only thing dead in there are presidents. You know what's what in your? You see, <laughs> I I don't even have to say what's in your wallet. So there's some. Uh, we're going down to Orange County Let's right go. after this, Chris. We have a trip where we are going to visit friend of the show Buck Meek and his band of Mary Players, Big Thief, mm-hmm. down at the Garden Grove Amphitheater, a concert venue I didn't know existed. In a city that is not ripe with cultural arts. But this is, it's, it's interesting to me that you weren't aware of this amphitheater because you literally grew up a stone's throw away. No peanut butter wolf. <laughs> I did. And I don't think they were always having cool shows there. Well, we checked, out, we checked out some of the other upcoming shows, and I would say this is the only cool one. No, 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 no. Like Waves is playing there. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, are so is many- Waves opening for Between the Buried and Me, or is it the other way around? <laughs> <laughs> Those are actually two separate shows. Oh, I'm, I'm getting convoluted. I apologize. I but apologize. just like every good Orange County show, it's like it's like the same kind of band, you know, like the Big Thief and the Waves and the you know those those little you know like the mid sized bands where you know they're selling you know whatever 500 ticket cap venues or something like that, thousand cap venues. And I then think- us, you know, bands like our size, like we're sharing the same stage as a lot of these other bands. Mm-hmm. I think Big Thief is actually. I think this is literally a warm up. I think bigger. Big Thief does like four nights at Brooklyn Steel. You know what I mean? Oh, mama mia. I can't wait to do a four night stand. Not a dry eye. That's not true. You don't want to do a four night stand anywhere. Um, well, it depends on the hotel. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. It depends on the accommodations. I'm but, but then the other shows are just like like MXPX cover band. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. All you, female Iron Maiden <laughs> group called the Iron Maidens. And classic. Then classic. But I think that the. I think, unwritten Law. Oh, well, you might have to go Squeeze back for those that. those guys in there. We Take them back Sunday. Go. Playing blah, blah, blah in its entirety. Oh, is Take back Sunday playing the Garden Grove Amphitheater? You know, just some... They're between the Buried and Me, all those. I mean, they're Mest all the same. Mest is the one you pointed out to Mest me. is in the building. That's... That's a regional hit. Is Are they from OC? I don't know, but they might as well be. They have I mean, to be. Like, that's a name... That's a band name where you're like, what are you guys called? Mest? What a fucked name. It ain't uh, good. Nothing good's going on. There. I am excited to go back to Orange County for the second time in one week. Yeah, first um, you went down to see the doctor, the optometrist in New- Newport. Yeah, R.I.P. Co- R.I.P. Kobe. Shout out to Doctor Feinberg. Uh, yeah, this is a different, but I'm I'm very interested to see because I think that in my mind, what a big thief crowd is is going to be very different than what we actually experience. Uh, because it's in Orange County. Not even because it's in Orange County. I just because I think I have this idea of them as this kind of like sort of sophisticated npr like really mm. really like 
kind of like thoughtful band mm-hmm. and like her solo record was great his solo record was great this whole thing but i think it's going to be literally like crusty 19 year olds well that's why well i mean the reason why you think that is is because of the way they look you know yes the, yeah, like the people that listen to it yeah you know high-minded npr folks in their late 30s just like but me. they look like but yeah they look you know tattered rags and mm-hmm. you know you and they got money now you could smell them from here yeah you can't look playing I, barefoot on kimmel i know you got money like you, you, they got you know, like this the pig pen from the peanuts mm-hmm. they all got the stink lines whenever they're playing but it's it's just i think that's why i like them so much i've said this before because it just reminds the book me it reminds of me of that it just reminds me of like a house show where the band is like good yeah, they're you know? super good. They're ripping. They're shredding. Their their SG is being held mm-hmm. held on by an old shoestring. Their or- friend has to run in during the encore because the SG does fall off. He repairs the strap. No one misses a note. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Because a mosher kicked him by accident. One of the floor toms has been replaced by, by the Yeti bucket. <laughs> <laughs> last minute we're all, we're in our stomp vibe because we, we the 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 mm-hmm. foot flew out mm-hmm. nobody has in-ear monitors they just have some cans on mm-hmm. oh i love that i love that i love when a, and a drummer in a band like not not that this happens this drummer is also extremely sick like yeah, real vibe guy but when a drummer for like a band like this would wear headphones like he's got a click track I'm like mm-hmm. what are you doing dude are you triggering stuff on a pad you nerd it's probably not a click track you know they might just have that, that that could just be their method it's like when people have the the plexiglass walls set up around the yeah. drum kit it's all dork a- shit i want my drummer to have the smallest drum set possible and play mm-hmm. absolutely hard mm-hmm. like i want you to rip through at least one snare head mm-hmm. luckily we're sponsored you know we have a sponsorship with remo so yeah. we're, we're good <laughs> We can bust through as many snares as possible. Shout out to Vic Firth, Remo, mm. uh, Zildjian, of course. Zildjian, of course. Zildjian, of course. Nobody and, makes a splash like Zildjian. No, I'm more of a China guy, as you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. And there's and there's how many um, how many cinder blocks are set up in front of the kick? <laughs> so it doesn't so, move because you're smashing that thing. At down. least three. Three. I would three say three double triple stack. Yeah, triple yeah. Stack I would say, yeah. But drummer blocks. drum stuff. Like I remember when I saw the police at at uh oh, msg the king of drummers and he had it was just like bro what is this shit like you got shit you got stuff from the section of guitar center that's like <laughs> world music and i'm like no of course but it's too much man I, I don't we don't need the he had like all the hanging chimes like mm-hmm. three rows of them. if he's using it all then let him cook and he's one of the only rare people no, that he's will use it all. it all he's using it all but they also had a but i agree with you. any band of that stature also has the classic auxiliary percussion it's one of my favorite musician music careers where you're like kind of in the <laughs> shadows and you're just playing bongos for like an hour and a half or like it's like the shaker the, it looks like the it looks like a, a shell and it has the little ridges mm-hmm. on it and you have the oh yeah 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 it's basically the the like wood block the classic wood block where you're just keeping crack the open another Tolago hard seltzer you know the thing about this is i love when jason gets a little twisted but the only issue is he is driving us to orange county so if, if you see if you see the x5 flipped on the fucking 405 don't, don't say that you know where you know i didn't make it to seabirds for my vegan treat they just pop some people for street racing down the street here yeah so like there's like two teens graduates of burbank high school were they in honda civics no one of them was in like a s500 and one of them was in like a i don't know a kia maybe i don't know i don't know what it was but they were street racing they crashed in another car killed three people hit and run and then the, the cops just found them like two days ago it was on on my like the main street right by my house 
that street is r- pretty raceable. Oh, it's a it's a racer's alley. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rev up next to somebody in a few minutes. Then. It's the one downside of Glendale is it's it's been taken over by the street racing mafia. Like even just walking around our our any town USA neighborhood, there'll be donut marks. I thought you would like crosswalks. that because of your kind of fast and furious energy. I like it, sure, as as long as it's like a little bit further away. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when it's happening like on the street I live in. You know, if you got killed by a teenager street racing in a Subaru, I'd have to say it's a pretty good way to go. It wouldn't be a Subaru, though. Because their cars are nice here. They're nice, yeah. Yeah, the the lie that we've been sold that <laughs> Subarus are nice cars is one of my favorite. Jeep Wranglers and Subarus. Well, they're not... I, w- I wouldn't say that they're like supposed to be nice cars. They're they're utilitarian vehicles. No, but so. they're considered... There's like this level of car that's like... It's what you get. It, it's interesting because it, it's, it's a certain kind of person. It's a signifier mm-hmm. that you want that car... Even though you could probably afford something that's considered nicer, you choose the Subaru because of how what it says about you. What does the Subaru say about you? I live in Atwater. Like I moved from New York. <laughs> I have two kids. I have a big dog, and I ask questions like at a like too many questions at the, <laughs> at the coffee shop. I was talking to I was talking to uh, to to. Uh, there's, so there's no outdoor like I don't like. I, I like to hit Joshua Tree a couple times a no, year. No, I think there's light energy. I think you might have like some a, outdoorsy energy, like a it. Zion bumper sticker because you went there once. Keep Tahoe blue. Yeah, but I think it's more of like a I'm sensible. I'm I voted for Bernie. I yeah. am going to be rich. My parents are rich, and I went to Vassar. Mm-hmm. Is the vibe I voted, Oberlin? It's a little crunchy. I voted for Bernie. Yeah, my parents live in a three million dollar <laughs> estate. Yeah. But it's in it's in it's in Vermont. It's it's quiet. You know, it's it's kind of like. Well, what is there? But but also like I'm a like is it like a graphic designer? Oh yeah, you're a creative director for creative sure. Director. Yeah, you're a creative director for sure. Or maybe you have a DTC startup brand. Maybe you have a hard seltzer brand. I don't know. <laughs> you know, what you can of, fit a lot of cases in the back of the in yeah, the back of the outback. The Impreza, the I, WRX. I don't. Um. But yeah, I was talking to I was with friend of the show Jake Davis last night. We were talking about how damn Jake report torched la is like how how bad it is like to go to most of the best coffee places and how alex like we, we were at we were at mario once and somebody asked what matcha was and i literally thought she was gonna i thought she <laughs> i thought she was gonna shoot them like it was they're like yeah what's like okay well what's matcha like and jake was telling a story about how <laughs> a woman walked into uh, another coffee shop they're like he's like it, it clearly doesn't have food like there's pastries there's no menu anywhere mm-hmm. it doesn't smell like food there's no way they're making you we got a sh- croissant a scone and a cookie it, exactly clearly exactly. that's it maybe maybe they have some energy bites you know but mm-hmm. but he and she was just she was just like what are you guys gonna feed me because <laughs> i'm starving do you have like i want like eggs <laughs> and they were like, no, nah, well, we got it's just it's fucking crazy. And he's just like, this is the it's it's basically like Sounds like my life partner in the morning. Can you go in public anymore without getting mad? I know I can't, but I haven't been able to for twenty years. Does that come is that does that come with age for everyone? I think but like today, of a on discernible the way, eye. On the way here I stopped at Maru and there's this like Shout hot guy I always see there. Love to see him. Great dresser, very cool. Not gay. Then there's like, well, he might be gay. Then there's like, I'm not four, talking about him. I'm not gay. Then there's four. There's a, a, like a group of people together, hmm. and I'm not exaggerating. It took them 12 minutes to order, <laughs> and they're dressed crazy. They're wearing like full. This guy was wearing like a tie. They're wearing full outfits. It's <laughs> L.A. in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Who are you dressing for? 94 degrees. Yeah, yeah. They have a dog, of course. It's uh-huh. just, it's, it's crazy out here. 
Do you have a water? Like before, is there water that my dog can it's, have? It's like, and I think that Maru keeps it moving as much as they can, like while still being friendly. But sure. like asking questions at a coffee, what is there to ask? It's fucking coffee. Like, what are you asking about? Does that only happen in L.A. or is that everywhere? Because I feel like when that ha- I mean, that obviously happens sure. in New York. But I feel like New York kind of stomps it out a little bit more. They used to a lot more. Yeah, now, now. they're much I mean, more I think lenient. the places I go in New York, it's like like Abrasso or like Ninth Street Espresso. That does not happen. Mm-hmm. That's just not the vibe there. I'm sure there's plenty. If you go to La Cologne and somebody's like, oh, my God, is that like a beer coffee? It's on tap. Like, I'm <laughs> sure that's like more confusing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But like the, the questions I hear consistently at, at coffee places in L.A. are literally like, are you fucking brain dead? Maybe we need to create a more like a scenario where it's a little bit tougher, like a like a Bergheim style mm. coffee energy that like that New York used to have, where it's just like because when you go to Abracha, mm-hmm. you kind of you have to wait out, you wait on the sidewalk, and there's you go one at a time. This is during yeah. COVID, yeah, and there's a window, and you kind of are like, all right, I have to go talk to these people. Yeah, they're gonna, hey, what do you want? And you have to tell them mm-hmm. like. Cortado, espresso, no, cold brew. The only question and that's you're, it. The only question you're allowed to ask, and this pains me to say, is what kind of milk do you have? Unfortunately, that's that's yeah. We have to let that go. Any other questions? Absolutely unacceptable. What are you asking about? And it's tough. It's tough to ask the what kind of milk do you have question because you know you don't like how it sounds coming out, but there's no other way around it sometimes. But I think even a seasoned coffee drink. That's why like we only do whole milk. Well, I, I think some people like a surprise. You know, like the place in Atlanta had the pecan milk, or there's a rare oh, macadamia. Yeah, yeah. I love a macadamia. Then, then that's that. I understand, but. The only question you should be allowed to ask I say is dealer's choice when it comes to milk. Is milk. That's it. Any other questions? Who what? What do you need to know? What mm. does coffee taste like? Does this have caffeine in it? Like what are you asking? <laughs> what are you asking? It's fucking crazy, man. Hey, it's like going to a drug dealer and be like, How does this how does this one make you feel like it gets you high, bitch? <laughs> It gets yeah. you fucking high. Get the hell Yo, out Yo, you're going to get zooted. Give me $40. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I just, I and, and today there was a lot. I mean, luckily I go at off-peak times, but, but you know, I didn't, Colin Farrell wasn't even there. What a waste. Yeah, I've noticed that. I mean, I think it comes with age and it comes with. It definitely with, comes with age. And as, we're, you know. The older you get, the more separated you are from dealing with the day-to-day rigmarole of the hoi polloi, not to get mm-hmm. too left shitsy. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I'm over here, you know, like you're you're in your little silo. You have your things and you have your places. I'm over here in Glendale and I have my little things in my places. I'm doing most of the stuff at home. And when you go down into, you know, you go down into Silver Lake, you go down into mm-hmm. Melrose or, you know, wherever all, all these people are hanging out, you feel like you're at the zoo. You're just like, what the fuck? It's it's. And what? I don't know if that's always been happening since the dawn of time. Like, was that happening in the 90s where like, the rich producers who are living up in the Los Feliz Hills or Topanga or whatever, when they come down to the, you know, yeah, to, to Sunset or Hollywood, they're like, what the fuck are you people they're, doing? They're like, yeah, they're at Spago and they're confused. <laughs> but I don't know if, no, it's definitely been happening since the beginning of time. And I definitely think it's age. I think it's all of the above. It's definitely my problem, not anyone else's. There's no question there. But I do think we should set up a, I think the first How Long Gone Coffee Shop should have an intimidating bouncer. Mm-hmm. You know, and he kind of checks your order. Stay your business here. Yeah, it gets you prepped. And if you look right, obviously, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's some there's some criteria. You're allowed in to pay for the coffee cash only. Cash only? Cash only. We Apple Pay? No. We don't accept Apple Pay. We don't accept Venmo. We don't accept coins. <laughs> we don't accept personal check, cashier's check, personal diner's check. club, MasterCard, none of that shit. 
cash only. What if it's cash only and Amex? I do like that. Amex but- over a certain dollar amount. Here's the other thing, though. Every coffee, $6. Everything's the same price. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, Every shit. coffee, $6. No matter what you get. No matter what Is you get. Is the size altered to one reflect size. that? One size. One size cold brew, <laughs> one size hot coffee, $6, three milks. That's it. Is this something that you've thought about? Just thought about it now. Well, I, I hate to divulge all of my startup secrets, but there's, there's, I've had a concept, a coffee concept tooling around in my mind for years now. Mm-hmm. I'm hope, hopefully we'll pitch it to Sweet Green or something like that. Get bought up. Is it, is, is it similar to mine or better? There's, there's, there's similar elements to yours, but it's called coffee smoothie. Oh, I know this. I've seen this concept. I've looked at your deck. <laughs> You've looked at the. I've deck. literally looked at your deck. But it's similar to where it's just it's super simplified. There's you can get you can get a hot coffee. Yep. Or a cold coffee, mm-hmm. iced coffee or hot coffee. Mm-hmm. No espresso, nothing else. No espresso. You got a cold brew coffee. If it's hot outside, you get a hot I, a I cup like of this. black yeah, coffee. Just a hot cuppa. Hot cuppa. A twelve mm-hmm. ounce. And then we got three smoothies. Okay. They they could rotate. Maybe there's one seasonal rotate. Very nutritious. <clears throat> a very nutritious, you know, blueberry, banana, yeah. you know, kind of kale vibe going on. Maybe something a little more tropical, and then another one that's a little more in the coffee cacao world. Oh. So kind of all three disciplines okay. of smoothie are represented, uh-huh. and they live inside of the Margaritaville style slushy machine. So they're pre-made in the back on one giant I like, Vitamix. I, I, this is a this is a good business. <clears throat> so the idea is efficiency. Yeah, you're we're, out. We're I mean, drive-through could, style. Could this be just a window? No seating. It could be just. Oh yeah, that's what I like. There's I no want seating. no seating. I don't want you hanging out. I want you give me your money and leave. Good for airports, good for drive-throughs, you know, park one, wherever, like people are leaving, you know, like on their way to hop on the freeway to go to work or whatever it I'll is. I'll contact the guys at the platform, see if they got any spaces. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no? No platform. Okay. No row DTLA. I mean, I want to like take over a donut shop by yeah, the, by the yeah, 101 yeah, yeah. and Echo Park, whatever, and I think that the shit. idea, Smoothies though. Smoothies cost whatever, you know, like coffee costs three bucks. Smoothie costs five bucks. If you buy a coffee and a smoothie together, you get a dollar off, something like that. That's called the TJ. Reward. When you get, you get, a, when you get, a, when you get a coffee and a smoothie together, that's called the TJ. You want to get a TJ? We're, do, we're, we're doing deals. I think the, the cold brew, we can call it the Chris, and it costs more than anything else. That's what I. That's kind of where I'm going with this. It's two dollars more for no reason. Same size. No, but <laughs> you I actually think, get less coffee because there's yeah, so much yeah, ice. yeah. There's there's ice. But I think the idea of things being one <clears throat> price is really interesting to me. Like I, and I also think that that's probably doable and you're able to make profit, but it's like an optics thing mm-hmm. that people don't. I mean, obviously, there's food costs, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I feel and it, like and it also attracts and weeds out yeah. the crowd, because mm-hmm. if you can afford that level of whimsy where you like everything on the menu costs the same price, even though my smart brain knows that the the margins and the cost of yeah. everything is wildly yeah. different, but you did all the same price. I think that's funny enough, and I don't mind paying that. Yeah, that means you're going to get a customer that you like. And if you get somebody who's like, "What do you mean? Everything's the same price? It's weird. It doesn't make sense. That's bullshit. This is," and it's like, you don't I, belong here anyway. I like the idea of no pastries. I don't want mm-hmm. you. I don't. I don't want to have to get stuff delivered from a third party. Yeah, I definitely don't want to make my own. Also, no. pastries they go right to the waistline. <laughs> you know, if if you're you know if you're having a smoothie and a croissant, if you're having a a, a oh. scone and a coffee. You know, a latte? My God, with all that milk in it? Smoothie and a, and a croissant. We're, what are we trying to get? Quadruple digit calories before 9 a.m.? It's insane. And and if you're doing that, I, I imagine. Unless you're working in the fields. Yeah, you don't need that kind of, you don't need that kind of. 
pound packing before oh. you start your day. No, I think that's this, good. I like that. I feel like what what country or what city in the world do you think this concept would thrive the most? Probably only in New York. I don't know. I'm I'm getting like a I'm getting like a Scandinavian or a, a oh, German kind yeah, of Yeah, maybe a place with like healthcare. <laughs> maybe like Russia. So anywhere but America. Yeah, anywhere that has like healthcare and where people like like fairness. We don't like we don't love fairness in this country. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing. I think we could sell this this one price idea is kind of like a communist. You know, like we're providing yes. for everyone. Yes, yes. Like yes. wait in line for your cheese, but it's going to cost you five dollars. When you go to the supermarket, it just says beer. On yeah, the can. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's the, so socialism. Yeah, but I mean that's cool well, right now. Capitalist Chris has turned the tide to the I'm red swi- zone, baby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Welcome home, brother. I want every- welcome home, comrade. I, I, I want every all of my comrades to be caffeinated and not fat, and that's a, that's my utopian society. You know, <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, <laughs> if I if I pull up in a in a Subaru, I want you to I want you to slap me. So yeah, sweet green Nate, if you're listening, yeah, Nate, call us. We got we got a business plan. I'm if you sure want me to send over the PDF, I will. But I think the let pitch me, is you know pretty what, much let me done. Give it a once. Let me let me zhuzh it a little bit before. It's been you a send couple it. years. Yeah, I need this was me. I wrote this back when I was putting two spaces after the period. So God, there's some changes that need to be made. Probably. Yeah, I'll have my secretary take a look. Um. Okay. So, Chris, you were supposed to go to New York, but you were thwarted by a French hurricane. No, that's not true. I don't Sl- know yet. Slurricane. I don't. I don't know if, if Henri has fucked up the city yet. But I, like I said, I lived through Sandy. I can't do this again. Right. You know, if they, if because you know, you don't need to be in New York in the next couple of days. No, so but if it if it, it gets if it gets moved, luckily I'll call my Delta representative and we'll we'll adjust it, but I am packed and ready to go. Even though you're not diamond, you can get, you can get that done. I'm so close to diamond that mm-hmm. it's I can taste it. It's it, it's like a $5 smoothie. I mean, it's just <laughs> I I'm so close. It will it will happen before we tour and then it's going to be painful for you, Jason, because then Big Daddy's getting an upgrade to every city and you're going to be sitting next to the bathroom again. I don't get any perks. I don't get any Travel companion, buddy pass. No, bro. You don't get a plus. I mean, you get a plus one in the lounge on diamond status, right? Yeah, I think so. I th- I'll, I'll be able to get you um some bad hummus and carrots. I'll sit by the shitter on every flight to Seattle drunk. as long as as long as I get a a terrible small sandwich that was made eight hours. The best beforehand. part about the Delta the Delta Sky Lounge is they do offer uh, Dom Perignon, and you can buy it with miles. <laughs> so let me let me get two glasses oh, from a cool. man here and they're like yes sir forty thousand miles you know or whatever it is it's, it's amazing and it says that there's like an advertisement for it saying you can pay for it with miles oh my god how many miles do you have to have to get a, a, a glass of champagne that you know would cost twenty dollars and you're probably paying you know what i mean it's like twenty dollars at the max i don't know i think that i've paid for some forty oh, for dollars yeah, i've paid for, for some dom. forty glasses forty dollar glasses of champagne at mr chow yeah well yeah that's chow well, they, they they charge more because it tastes better there. It do, it do. No, yeah, Dom is expensive as fuck. But I'm I'm nervous about. Dom's my favorite champagne. Oh, really? Shots to Cristal. Wow, that's weird. Depends on the year, but yeah. No, no, no. I mean, Dom is definitely. I know. I'm kidding. It's number one. That's why I'm, I'm making fun of you. No, of no, no, it's not. No, I mean, in terms of price point and stuff, it's. What is it? Two fifty, three hundred. No, you can get a ball of Dom for a hundred bucks. I think I've only bought ones that come in like a box or something for like a gift. You know, depends what I mean? obviously what year. Check check the Bevmo app on your uh, Apple iPhone. <laughs> coming right up <laughs> to talk, Dom can you text your price. bar manager and just find out um okay so, okay never mind 185 and then um older bottles of course cost more 
So yeah. so sub two hundred. That's pretty good. I guess though. Cristal's more like. I've never actually. I don't think I've ever bought Cristal before. I, I've had it. I've had a glass of it, but I've never bought it before. That's a funny thing to buy. I'm going to buy that for somebody. Cristal. Yeah, it's a Bring throwback. It back. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, get the Armandale. Get the Cristal. Let's do, we. You know what? We should do a taste test. Get the, get a bottle of Ducey. We should do a taste test on stage somewhere where it's Dom, Cristal, and I guess Eric Warheim's champagne. Does he have bubbles? Los Yadas does have bubbles, yeah. Then, yeah, those three. Maybe we'll do it on stage in New York, and, and we'll invite people up. Blind taste test. Yeah, blind Well, test. we don't invite just anyone up to taste these. Well, no, nectars. they would be coming out from backstage. I'm okay, gonna, okay, I'm not going to okay. invite one of these fucking peanut heads. Maybe, maybe Allison Roman will come out and do a blind tasting. Put that palate to the test. I you listen to the show? Let's get this going. I think Roman would fail. No. I mean, but like obviously, what? I think we take Roman out of her Brooklyn kitchen safe space. She's going to be discombobulated, <laughs> flailing. Unless she's upstate or she's in that kitchen with the red nails, <laughs> I'm worried about my pasta and I'm worried about my champagne spinning in her clogs. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're going we're going down to or- Orange County. The hurricane is not stopping you. There's a small chance you'll be thwarted. But I'm I'm having a big night on the town with my broski. Big Night in the Town is going to Garden Grove for a show that has doors at 5.30 p.m., but yeah. We, we that, exactly. That's exactly what it is for me. So speaking of live show tragedies, your man Johnny Mayer and his Grateful Dead. I saw that. Had a dead and Company. Situation. Show some respect. Dead mm, Co. To my all my heads in the lot right now showing you love. It was weird. I, I, like all the Instagram accounts of all the people I follow who are like, you know, like from the lot or like, yeah. you know, all these, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like Grateful Dead. I never listened to them. I don't know shit about them, but I follow a couple accounts. Well, the music is bad. The post all, you know, like the artifacts and the, you know, the, all that stuff is cool. That's to look the best at. part. And everyone is posting like, yeah, show blah, blah, blah was sick. They opened up with, you know, the, you know, whatever, you know, the turtle and the sphere from 77 and mayor ripped the second, the 17th solo. And like, Nobody mentioned that a guy backflipped off the balcony and fucking killed himself. Who? Because who cares? Like, and doesn't that sh- if, if if somebody dies at a concert? I hope somebody dies at our, one of our shows. If bro. Somebody dies at a con. How many people have to die for a concert for for the guy who's playing guitar and singing to be like, all right, guys? No, bro. It's city, I think we're done it's, here. It's City Field, bro. Do you know how many people are fucking there? Like, it's crazy. I like, don't know what city. Is that's where the Giants play. Yeah, it's it's wild how so big it is. So they got like sixty five. Yeah, 000 it's people like there that's why it's like a guy dies like in a show like that. Like, right, right. you'll find it's out. Like tomorrow. me playing at uh, at EDC, someone you know, three people die an hour. You remember when candy flipping goes wrong at EDC? <laughs> you know, it's a little different. You can see it from the stage. Shout out to all my fallen soldiers in the game. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is sad that a Grateful Dead fan died um, because I think that it, it, I'm just Do you think drugs were related. I mean. They have to be. I mean, that acid grilled cheese a kicks in. Joke. Yeah, but you never know, man. I feel like somebody could just be drunk. He was trying to backflip off a balcony. That's drunk behavior. That's no, not that's drug. no, that's Jim Morrison. That's Val Kilmer in the Doors. I am the Lizard King, standing on top. You know, like good. Oh, no, Jim, don't do. I it. don't know. I think good drugs. Cocaine doesn't make you want to do that. Heroin doesn't want to make make you want to do that. Good drugs, small circle, big checks. <laughs> 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 I just I think that he was drunk on fifteen dollar Heineken's. Okay. And thought it would be funny and his print his friends probably thought he was kidding and then he did it and then he died. That's my guess. Maybe he's stoned, of course, or had a few rose edibles. 
Okay, so I guess if this is Soldier Field, it's a football stadium. So then, like, the balconies in stadiums. I mean, you're fucking high it's up. It's just like you look down. Like, I'll be at Dodger Stadium. I'll look down from the balcony. Yeah. From the cheap seats into the expensive seats. And I'd be like, oh, if I fell out of here. I would die. I would easily die. But then the problem is you're jumping. You're doing a backflip off a 100-foot balcony onto a sea of other people's heads and mm. chairs. So maybe the person that fell didn't even die. Maybe... The people well, he luckily, landed see, on I think about it more. If I'm standing there and I'm in my Patagonia shorts, I got my chacos with socks on. You know what I mean? I got I got my Kava uh, messenger bag. I think I think, and I, I could be wrong, but I think maybe the cushion of the chacos would actually help me. You know, if somebody lands on me, I would actually bounce back like trampoline style because the chacos are so crispy. What what kind of mess the the kava, the kiva? Kava, K A V A. You may have seen it. So he jumps off and he tries to pull the cord on the kava yeah. over the shoulder and realizes this is not a, a this parachute is, this at all. Is, yeah, this is the wrong one. <laughs> and he's and his and his Patagonia is flailing. I mean, he's fucked up, bro. Yeah, I mean the the problem is like you said, the the show is definitely must go on. The train is not going to stop chugging if somebody happens like that. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. That train <sighs> high yeah. on cocaine, baby. We're we're keep on it's trucking. The, it's the price you pay when you're surfing these big waves. Someone's uh, going to get barreled. If you if you, if someone's, someone's never died at reef. one of your shows, like have you even lived? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're like like somebody uh, one of the auxiliary percussionists in Slipknot was like Pff, Three people die an hour at my yeah, shows. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. There, there's people are dying at shows all the, the time. The guy, the guy who sells our t-shirts dies and, every show. We're not hearing about it. Maybe that's something we should talk to our friends at Pitchfork about. Maybe they should do a little more reporting. You know, do Some, better, Pitchfork. If somebody dies, blood on your hands. Yeah, I know. I still think it was Playboy Cardi, but I haven't, I haven't found any <laughs> proof of that yet. So he, well, whoever jumped off that balcony died lit. Do you think it was Eddie Vedder, or do you think it was Playboy Cardi? We would have no, no, no. no. Oh, I mean, it, it reads more Vedder. Reads more Vedder. Yeah, when you see that that picture of Vedder hanging from the one of the sickest the pictures of all time. So hot, so high. That's it, it's that's an amazing instant death if you fall. Yeah, that's an amazing photo. I saw that recently again. I was like, God damn, it's so crazy, so well done. And you're like. I've listened to a lot of Pearl Jam songs. Which ones get you pumped up that much well, to do that? Daughter could get, do that for me. Jeremy, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Jeremy. Somebody's getting killed. Jeremy Sp- Spoolkin. Yeah, Jeremy. Actually, Spool my favorite, can. my favorite Pearl Jam song is um, Daughter. Don't call me daughter. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It's a uh, Better Man. The cover from the Vitology album. Better Man. Better Man's a great song. Damn. CB is. Is pearl pilled? No, I'm not. I just know Jam a lot life. about. I just know a lot about important. Jam life. Important pants. Uh, <laughs> Jason just did a jam life gang sign that he just made up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> jam life, baby. Oh man! I used to think there's a there's a middle school by our house where we grew up, and somebody had a similar, um, what is it like the. The, the, what song was about the person that killed themselves or like jeremy yeah jerry yeah jeremy and we were there was like a an urban huntington beach rumor that that was about the the school that was by our house because a similar thing happened oh really where like a kid brought a gun to school this and reminds like, pearl gem wrote a song about my this reminds me so of your sick. story where like you know the person that killed elliot smith one of my favorite one of my favorite tj stories oh, fuck <laughs> you told me you're like look man it lines up i'm like bro you are you are full of shit but i love it it does line up is the problem did you know her it was a guy 
Oh, it was a guy. And he's now passed. So no one will ever know if he did it. No one will ever what know. What did he die from? Suicide. Oh, he did it. I take back everything I said. He did it. He yeah. couldn't live with the guilt of taking away one of the most genius musicians of our time. Damn. I mean, it sucks because it's such a salacious, juicy story, but I can't really speak ill of the dead of somebody that I knew. You knew you knew the guy that killed Elliot Smith? Yeah. But it was, did you write graffiti with him? No. But almost, I mean, three, three of us moved from, it was when I moved from, oh, Orange, you knew him that well, when you, I moved from Orange with County to LA, this guy was like, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to move up to LA. I got a little bit of money. I don't know what happened. I think maybe he got like a settlement in a family or like, like a death in the family or something like that where yeah. he got a, he got a little check. He got an apartment in Los Feliz, like, like Franklin in Vermont, Los yeah. Feliz in some shitty apartment building. And the, the guy who owned the building was like this weird guy. And he was like, you know, you don't have any credit. You can't move in here. You're just yeah. like some fucking like 20-year-old shitheads. And I was like, tell him that you will just pay like six months yeah, rent cash, up front. Yeah. And he did that. And we and he did it. And he's like, do you guys want to move in? And then me and another friend from Orange County just moved up there, like sleeping on the floor in the living room, like stealing patio furniture from restaurants in Los Feliz as our like <laughs> chairs like not like $20 yeah. in my pocket. Yeah. Don't the know how life, I'm going to really. pay rent. The good like, life. Do I buy cigarettes or dinner tonight? Yeah. Like all that shit. And then he started doing heroin. He started doing all this shit. He would buy old typewriters and he would just lock himself in his room, listen to velvet underground and Elliot Smith. And then he got obsessed with Elliot Smith. He we would go to his house where he lived and he'd be like, that's Elliot Smith. Where house. did he live? Did he live in Los Feliz? He lived right by Jake Davis. Oh, okay. Okay. Close to there, close to Friedman's. Yeah, at the time, and then, um, and then my other friend and I who lived there were like, it all kind of the story all and and basically like right after Elliot Smith died, he left town and moved. Did he know him? No, never. We didn't know him. We, I mean, we went and saw him. We went and saw him play. Oh, at, you saw Elliot Smith play? We saw Elliot Smith play. My brother and I went, and some other people from Orange County. I mean, this was like high yeah. school. What venue? sunset it was the silver lake uh, sunset junction festival oh i remember that oh shit so it was right at the end of his career okay i was gonna say i didn't know if you went when we went it was it was like right where like sweet green is and yeah yeah yeah. and we we drove up from orange county we snuck in through the chain link fence and we just sat there and watched elliot smith play he he was headlining the whole festival the king of silver lake golden boy and he was sitting on a chair alone with his guitar, and he he would nod off and yeah. fall asleep. But was mid-song. it sick? Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's playing. He's playing. The, you know, twenty thousand people are in awe of every single word. And he's word, like nodding out. And he's just like, God, that's the life, baby. And I'm like, I, and we didn't know. Like, is this normal? Is this? Is oh, this like, you didn't Smith understand why does? he was. I see what you're we're saying. Like, he's sleepy. Like, obviously, like we're old enough to know. Like, oh, he's fucked up. But we didn't know. Like, oh, he's about to die. He's like a junkie. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that is that is. I remember you telling me that story because the story is that he stabbed himself. Yeah. Which no one really believes. Right. 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 And but the, but it's been put on his girlfriend. Right. Yes. Much like Kurt Cobain. And and but that's never been proven. She's it, there's never been any proof. Never been proven. Even though there's a lot of you know evidence in you know for Kurt and for Elliot Smith yeah. of just like neither of their their life partners at the time were squeaky clean folks mm-hmm. with pure intentions. Well, I mean, I think that you know if you're a rich, famous heroin user, you know 
you're probably going to be with another heroin user. Sure. You know. Yeah, that, absolutely. What a legend. One of LA's best. I kind of forget that he's such like an LA, like East Side, like mm-hmm. even though he's got songs called like LA, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like between the, like he, he mentioned so much LA stuff, but I think in my mind, I think of him as like a Portland, like Pacific Northwest guy. Yeah. I mean, I think that what he was from there originally. Yeah, right? he is. But, was but, Heat Miser was his first man. I think. It was but I think it's just. I feel like he just sometimes like he just represents L.A. to me so much that like it doesn't matter where he's. And from. that was that was like the last pure form of L.A. in the in the nineties when it was like Silver Lake was. Yeah, as like cool, Elliot Smith the playing Spaceland in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. And him playing Spaceland is just like. Fuck, that's that's it. That's the top of the I, top. I'm very upset. I never saw him. I'm very upset by that because I I like that's somebody I like really listen to that all the time still, all the time. Yeah, I mean, I remember literally listening to Elliot Smith on my headphones in high school at my mom's kitchen table eating cereal, <laughs> and like, I would be like eating cereal, yeah. drinking like Tropicana orange juice, like getting ready for school, getting ready for school, and I'm listening to Elliot Smith. Isn't that so with my ins- brother? Like it's so insane to love music like that when you're that age and not really get it, like not really understand like why it's so good, but also like the lyrical content is dark as fuck, yes. like so dark, and you like kind of like that, but you don't really get it because you have no life experience or like perspective. Yeah. And my mom's probably like, "These little fuckers are gay as hell. They listen <laughs> to this fucking pussy ass music." <laughs> Do you guys? What about you guys? Ever heard of Led Zeppelin? <laughs> I liked it when you guys were listening to Metallica yeah. and all that stuff a few years ago. Exactly, exactly. And I'm like, no, mom, I'm into Electro Clash now. But it, but Elliot Smith also got that full pass, like in the hardcore world. Like he's oh, one of those yeah. guys. It's like this is the he's soft, good in any city. He really is though. It's like one of the most universally beloved, especially after he died. Like oh, any yeah. anybody likes it. Everybody kind of agrees on it, you know. Um, which is is I feel like there's. I don't know. I, I can't think of... He's like if Morrissey didn't become a nationalist. No, exactly. I mean, I guess I feel like Cat Power kind of has a similar, like everybody kind of loves Cat Power. Like you can meet a regular ass chick mm. that like loves Cat Power. You yeah, know what I mean? guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Like, because it's just like that good. And also like, but if you die, you're you're minted. Mm-hmm. Nothing's better for your career than dying. Like a motherfucking NFT. Yeah, nothing is better for your career than dying. Well, on that note, great podcast, Chris. I'm finna die tonight. I love. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna backflip off the stage at the at the Big Thief show uh, when they play. Not. I am gonna push the drummer out of the way and do my best to fill in. Chris, don't wear the Big Thief shirt tonight. It's kind of uncouth in change? the world of indie rock okay. concert. Going. I'll change. I'll put on. A, I'll put on a different band. I shirt. have. You luckily you're at my house. I have a big old closet full of great XL tall tees that you can wear. Yeah, I, I do. I've always wanted to borrow your integrity shirt. I think tonight's the night. No, I'm wearing that tonight. Fuck it. It is written. I'm wearing my Tim's and my integrity shirt. Suck my dick from the back. All right. How long gone? Uh, I love podcasting with you, New York City. See you soon. But more importantly, Garden Grove. See you very soon. Mm-hmm. And if you were at the Big Thief show yesterday, come say, come say hi to me. I'll give you a sticker. My Mona Lisa, baby. My masterpiece, baby. When I'm in pieces, baby. You give me peace of mind. You tell me we'll be fine. You always get me right. When it's dark, you're my light. Baby, that's why I need you on the regular. And if it wasn't, you know it would never work. Got me going out my way to show you what you're worth. Don't go. I put in the word to hear you say. Missing your company, see him pull
up in the city.